Hey everyone, Sarah Brown Wessling here from the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. And I'm excited to introduce Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. CCSSO's National Teacher of the Year program provides a platform for exceptional educators to elevate issues that affect teachers and their students, expand their leadership roles, and inform policy and practice. I was named National Teacher of the Year in 2010, and since then, I've been committed to sharing the stories and elevating the voices of the State Teachers of the Year. It is my hope that this podcast will give you insight into the incredible work they do. The 2021-2022 school year has commenced, and many educators have used their experiences over the last two years to reflect on how they can better serve students to ensure their overall success. In these new episodes, the 2021 State Teachers of the Year will share how they used the shift in learning environments as an opportunity to refine their approach to teaching so they can better support students and their varying needs. You can join the conversation on social media by using the hashtag, hashtag NTOY21, or by visiting us online at NTOY.org. That's N-T-O-Y.org. This is Jasmine Estes, CCSSO's Senior Communications Specialist, and today we are speaking with Paul Tim. Paul, would you mind introducing yourself? Absolutely. Uh, My name is Paul Tim. I am the Nebraska 2021 Teacher of the Year, and I'm a middle school, high school science instructor at Lions Decatur Northeast Nebraska and in in Lions, Nebraska, a small D2 school in, in rural Nebraska about 60 miles northwest of Omaha. Nice. Thank you. And thank you for all you do. Um, thank you. Thanks for joining us this, this of course. Thanks for joining us today. Um, so to get started, I'm going to ask you to share um, a practice, a strategy, or a concept that you decided to keep for the 2021-2022 school year. And then um, a follow-up question will be, if you um, can share one practice strategy concept or ideology that you let go of for the 2021-2022 school year. So I'll let you take it away. Um, I think for the the practice that I'm going to keep, and this is going to be my second year trying this. So I tried this last year in the rockiness of uh, our first full COVID year. Uh, after having gone home from March to May, uh, when we were sent home right as COVID was initiating, correct? Um, But last year was the first year I instituted uh, a cross spectrum with my junior high students, every student doing a science inquiry project on a topic that they were interested in, something that brought awe and wonder or inspired them or invoked a series of questions that they were really curious about. And um, in in a COVID year, I had no clue how that was going to go. It was a a huge, I would say, uh, a risk because within the realm of your core subject, especially science, you have a certain pace that you have to keep with kids uh, as you're addressing specific standards according to uh, Nebraska state science standards and next generation science standards, if you look at the national scope. Um, but, But by and large, I was just blown away by by how interested and invested and curious kids were um they it, it gave them something to cling to as far as 
they owned their research project. Um, and they were so excited about, I mean, there were growing pains at time, obviously. Um, <laughs> but it, it just, I was delighted at the response I got. And so for this year, um, we're keeping that in place. Every kid within my science program uh, for junior high are, are going to be completing a, a research project of their own. That is awesome. Um, I'm happy that you saw that it worked last year and you were inspired to do it again this year. Um, and that the kids really um, use their creativity and imagination. Um, that's awesome. Anything well, stick out in particular that you want to talk about? Well, actually, um, what kind of seeded the idea was initially being sent home uh, in the spring when we when COVID just came on the scene. Um, I teach a research class, and it was it's only been for sophomore through senior students um, that are really focused in that area, looking to take some college credit. Um, but what I discovered is that when we got sent home, that student that uh, was doing research for me, all of a sudden in having the flexible schedule that she had, in addition of trying to complete all her higher level math classes and everything else, all of a sudden she could devote big chunks of time towards her research and she was doing microplastics research um she ended up winning national honors for the work that she did for the month oh, uh, wow. between march and april when everything was up in the air we didn't even know she was going to be able to get to submit her research um she just worked like crazy and we daily zoomed connecting with each other she could ask questions we could pursue in lines of inquiry um and and she just blossomed in 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 making positive progress towards her end goal and in, in measuring that hypothesis to see if it was correct or not and so i thought well if it worked for sam <laughs> in the upcoming year not knowing at the time we didn't know if we were going to be sent home from school again with COVID, i thought i think every kid needs this sort of experience and um we stayed in school the whole year uh despite what was happening with COVID, and even i ended up coming down with COVID in, April, in November, having to teach from home uh, as my kids were still in the classroom and they, they did great. Um, I was just delighted at, at what that did for them developing the science inquiry process and, and how they perform those skills. So I was, I was thrilled. That is fascinating. Um, wow. And then it was birthed I, I from- think it, I think it's just evidence of how important doing is in the learning process, in addition to uh, that background research and reading and everything else, um, there has to be an element of doing because it produces ownership in the person of the person that's in the person of the student that's doing it. They yeah. own their project. It's their project. They're the expert on it. They get to teach the other kids in the classroom about plastics or raccoons or oak trees or whatever. You know, um, it just it's really neat. Is really yeah, they probably feel so empowered. Um, Absolutely. So that's, awesome. that's a great word for it. They were empowered. That's awesome. Um, thanks for sharing that. Absolutely. How about something that you decided to maybe let go or just did you have that experience coming into this? Um, as, as far as the let go, I'm, I'm going to go with maybe adjusted rather than let go. Um, mm -hmm. I've, I've always been a person that it, I realize the importance uh, that relationship plays in and student ownership and buy-in to anything that you do, right? As a teacher, you're always you're always casting that fishing pole, trying to hook conversation pieces, trying to show that student value, um, so that when it comes time for you to say, "Hey, I need you to do this," "Hey, I want you to do this," and they're feeling a little bit unsure about that, 
they, they realize that they're, they're more than just a, a warm body in a seat that, you know, you really are interested in them. Um, mm-hmm. With this past year and all the challenges that we experienced with COVID, and I would say that students have a, a myriad of challenges that they face as they're growing up, COVID just being one of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as we think back to our years and in, in, in growing up through adolescence, um, the, the whole idea of approaching students with even greater curiosity and patience Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I saw, I saw a greater need for that and, and a need to shift in my own mindset, being extremely prepared to, before I start the lesson, mm-hmm. making sure that I'm, I'm, I'm taking kind of almost inventory of my students' social, emotional needs without them realizing I was doing it because these kids were bringing so much to school that it's so often, you know, if, if we look at the, the definition of what, what trauma is, according to, um, uh, according to, uh, oh, forgive me, the name of the, the name of the agency is, is, is escaping me right now. Um, and any experience that leaves a person feeling hopeless, helpless, uh, fearing for their lives, um, their sense of survival or their safety, um, is, can be a real trauma in a person's life. And that's whether it's perceived or whether it's real, whether that threat is perceived or whether that, that threat is real. Um, f- these kids are bringing so much to school with them um, that is not who they are, but has influenced um, how they're having to live their daily lives. And, and when they come to school with those real concerns, those real fears, um, and I think as they have been, as they have been faced with things such as COVID, um, it, it has put some real concerns in their minds to the point where the, the periodic table might not be the priority that they're focused on when they walk into my classroom. Mm-hmm. And so as a teacher for me, um, having that, that curiosity, that, that approach that, okay, how is Johnny, how is Susie doing today? What have mm-hmm. I done to show value and interest in them true curiosity, um, and are they ready to engage the material? Um, I think, you know, it's so easy for us and to get into teacher mode. This is what we got to get accomplished today. And for me, I just had to put up my antenna and, and, and be extra sensitive and trying to detect where is everyone in the room today? How are we going to do it? Making progress towards our goals, not just Mm -hmm educationally in content area, but social emotional awareness and, and being able to handle the weight that some of these kids are bringing to school. So that, that for me, as far as an adjustment was concerned, um, I had to be very cognizant and aware of that need because it just, there's a sense this year that there's an even higher need than ever uh, amongst Mm -hmm. the student population. So well, thank you. I'm sure your um, students and their families and your colleagues all appreciate um, you taking that temperature check because um, that's always helpful um, to your point when trying to assess like how to even move forward in the lesson. So we appreciate that. I thank you for sharing that. Um, Absolutely. Those are great. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? Um, and we'll check back in with you to see um, how those projects are going. But Feel free to add anything else if you want. Um, to well, I just I, I just think that the joy of education and the joy of learning comes in the awe and the wonder. Uh, and so if, if you aren't seeing the awe and the wonder, 
um, you need to dig a little deeper. And that that's true with the content, whatever it is that you're studying. And that's true with relationships. And so I think the more that you can practice that curiosity um, and trying to understand, okay, what is making this person tick? Or, wow, look at that insect on the ground. Let's get a closer look at that. What's that thing look like? Um, why is this thing this way? I think the more that we can practice those, those inquiry practices and, and look for the surprise that you may not be expecting, but re realizing that it's there if you just dig deep enough. Um, I, I think that can bridge a lot of broken bridges or just a lot of stalemates when it comes to learning as well as relationships with people. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, and thank you, Paul, for everything you do and are doing for our students. We appreciate you. And yeah, thank you for joining today. This is my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the latest series of Voices from the Classroom, the State Teacher of the Year podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Council of Chief State School Officers National Teacher of the Year program. It's our honor to elevate the voices of educators across the country and provide them with a national platform to amplify their message and advocate on behalf of their students and colleagues. Please share these lessons on social media with the hashtag hashtag ntoy21 that's hashtag n-t-o-y 21 let's keep the conversation going <laughs>